0: Hey guys, this is Britton from Emerald Pacific and coming at you to talk about a recent advertisement that came out that a lot of people are super frustrated about. So if you haven't already heard, Pepsi recently came out with an advertisement that is highly questionable. And essentially it's an advertisement for their new, quote, live for now campaign campaign. And it features Kendall Jenner and has a cast of different types of people that break from their daily lives to join a quote-unquote peaceful protest. And first, to kind of talk about some of the things I did, like about the advertisement. I liked the music. I liked the cinematography. How everything was put together was pretty good. However, the message that Pepsi decided to convey was heavily construed, and it angered a lot of their customers. There's a couple topics in there that probably were not the best things to talk about and has gotten a lot of people all up in a tizzy about it. So here are some of the things that we can learn from Pepsi's latest mistake that can help you as a business owner or a small business owner create a better message for your marketing. So first of all, kind of to address the overall problem is trying to convey some kind of social message. That trying to speak on behalf of like a social issue or crafting a social message is pretty tricky We live in a brave new world where marketers and businesses are experimenting with campaigns that hold a certain position on an issue And this has a lot of vibes to an issue a long time ago And I want to say it was back maybe like two three years ago I don't know how long ago but you guys might remember the whole Chick-fil-a thing Where gay marriage was a pretty prominent topic in the news. And Chick-fil-A came out against gay marriage. And wanted to say that they are against it. So what makes the Chick-fil-A stance a lot different from Pepsi's stance. Is first of all Chick-fil-A is super Christian. It's a super Christian company. That they have a lot of Christian values. In kind of their mission and in their statement. So naturally... It's a message, since they're targeting heavily Christian families, it's a message that got through pretty effectively. So what you ended up seeing was a company that was getting both positive and negative PR, given whoever's listening or seeing the message. And the thing about Pepsi is they don't really have much room to do that. They don't really have much room to voice a social opinion or a social message they're a global brand that serves billions of customers all over the world compared to Chick-fil-A from what I understand it they're only in the United States. And when it comes to Pepsi, in a way, they're kind of forcing them making advertisements that are supposed to be diverse and supposed to convey some kind of worldly, blah, worldly <laughs> message. And the downside of having such a worldly influence as a brand is that consumers are more sensitive to how Pepsi will communicate their message. And for this specific advertisement for the Live For Now campaign, um, they tried to bring in a couple different people, like I know they had, I believe, an Indian woman, Um, who else? Of course they had Kendall Jenner. But basically they had a couple different folks from different backgrounds and cultures come together to try to communicate this, you know, quote unquote, living in the moment. And eventually, they all join a protest. And first of all, protests are usually not happy. And I highly doubt that giving a can of Pepsi to a bunch of folks is really gonna solve the problem. And that's what a lot of millennials were bringing up. That's what a lot of people were bringing up was the fact that the advertisement seemed to think that Pepsi was the solution to the problem. And the fact that they use Kendall Jenner automatically brings a whole bunch of millennials to look at the advertisement and just completely tear it apart. So, to talk about millennials for a moment. They have this uncanny ability to call companies out when they feel like there's some kind of exploitation or a business is trying to use a social issue to gain some kind of capital gain or influence and try to make money off the issue. For small businesses, they may see this as maybe a reason to like communicate a social message and try to come out on an issue and that's something that's the last thing you want to do as a business because you could potentially alienate your customers. And what if the social issue and what if it's something that isn't even part of your company value or it's not even part of the goals that you set for your marketing? There's a lot of problems that can come about trying to communicate a social message. And it's easier not to really like communicate the message if you don't have any kind of stakehold into the problem. So for example, there's a shoe company and it's called Tom's. And you guys may or may not know what Tom's is all about. So basically, Tom's is this company that whenever you buy a pair of shoes, they donate money or donate a pair of shoes to, like, a child or someone in a different country that may not necessarily have the means to afford a pair of shoes or afford, clean like, clean drinking water. So Tom's has a pretty well-documented process on their website talking about how they give back how they help the problem that they have a stance on. And this is the way that a lot of small companies should conduct themselves. Where they should have some kind of stakehold into a problem before they try to communicate maybe they're for or against or the way that they're trying to resolve the problem. That this is gonna hold much better. When you're talking with your audience or trying to engage with your audience and letting them know that hey, we're for this issue or we're against you know this issue and we want to voice that opinion. You need to make sure that you have some kind of stakehold into the problem and have some kind of documentation that you've actually donated or have participated in a certain rally or in a message you have to have that continuity somewhere. You need to make sure that you have some kind of documentation or proof so you don't have, one, millennials, and two, anyone that has followed your company so they can't call you out and basically you know call BS on your company for trying to exploit something for a capital gain. And for small businesses, you don't necessarily have to come out on like a big issue. It's not like you have to be like for or against gay marriage. You don't have to you know go out there and talk about how you are going to go save the world or how you are going to, you know, support different things without really having to do that. You don't have to do something really big. So, for example, you can participate in organizations in your community and you can have a big presence in a very small community, and have just as good or as large of an effect as a brand trying to come out on like a social issue. So for example, if you're like a local sandwich shop, for example, and you know that a local high school football team is headed to a state competition, maybe it's, you know, um, that time of year where the football team is going out and they're doing really well, they go to state competition, and potentially, you know, hopefully they go to national competition and they're doing really well. You could be that sandwich shop that donates sandwiches to the team and it communicates how you're supporting the team on their endeavor to try to win the state competition. This is a great and effective way to show that you care about the community and you care about the same things that your customers are going to care about. And it's within such a small community that the word is going to reach out a lot more broadly And it's going to get out there a lot more effectively compared to a company trying to say, oh, we're for against gay marriage or, oh, protests are bad or you should go protest this. Do something small and show that you're engaging with the community before you come out on bigger stance and have someone or a lot of people try to call you out. So the moral of the story is don't communicate a social stance until you have any kind of evidence or any way that you can support that you even care about the social issue or that you care about what you're talking about. Customers in today's market are pretty hyper aware and they're pretty fast on calling out companies that are insincere about the messages that they're putting out, specifically with social issues. So when you have a social message to share, Be prepared to back up your message with evidence on how you have contributed to that stance or to that cause just to save yourselves and make sure that you're not getting called out and you're not going to be called for BS and then all of a sudden everyone hates your company. (laughs) So there's nothing worse for your marketing than customers that are going to be super quick on calling you out and challenging your position and trying to prove that you're a fraud. So that is pretty much it for what we can learn about Pepsi's latest misstep and what we can do to communicate a more effective social message so we don't have people that are screaming at you or trying to call you up and call BS on you and, you know, everything else in between. So if you have comments or you like this podcast or possibly have any experience with customers calling you out, or maybe a social stance that you took and it was really effective and a lot of people ended up coming to you more because you did take that stance. I would love to hear all those different perspectives. You can either send me a tweet at blawrence 38 which is my personal Twitter, or to Emerald Pacific, or you can comment on this podcast, or we do have the blog on impactdesign.com as well. So you can go there, you can comment, let me know what you guys think. I'd love to hear your guys' opinion. And as always, if you have a question for me or want me to commentate on an occurrence that might have came up recently, let me know. And I'd definitely love to talk about it or any topic in general. Other than that, I hope you enjoyed this podcast once again. And I look forward to chatting with you guys again soon.